What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's that time of the day, that time of the week, that time of the month. Oh, yeah. You listen to the good. Zubin. The ugly. I'm Big Papa. And I'm just Jeff. <laughs> just Jeff. Just Jeff. Are you sure that, uh, sure that just the other J doesn't have patent on saying You know, just, he might. Just something. I didn't even think about that. Trademark TM. Don held it. Just Jeff. Yep. Just can't even say it. I don't know if we can say it. Or not. Right. Can we say just Joe? Should we call him and ask him? I don't. If it's no. okay? No. <laughs> no, he doesn't listen anymore. No. He was on the show. He was. Yeah. He was. Great, great show. Great no, show. That was about it. Gave him a shirt. Haven't seen a picture of it. If you're listening, send it you're back. Not. If you're not going to wear it, send it back. There. <laughs> send it back. Used to be fat guy. Yep. <laughs> now skinny guy. Now skinny guy. How was your week? Good. Yours? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is going to be airing on the twenty fifth. Twenty. No, that. No, this is going to air on the eighteenth. Yeah. So, how was your seventeenth? <laughs> it was awesome. So we do record some of these. Yes. A little bit. Ahead a little ahead of time. Uh, but we are excited today to have. Yes. Just an iconic player that people have. Yes, they they love going out and seeing the shows. Yep. I've become a big fan of the of the band. Huge fan of the of, of the Barn Dogs oh, and Dangerous Type and and Radio, Radio Floyd. Floyd. Are you kidding me? Yep. And we're not talking about uh, anybody other than Mr. Andy Comstock. So if he could look at that, look at that right Ooh. on cue. He, he had his finger on the fucking he button. He was like, <laughs> say, "Say my name. Say it. Say it." I love it when you say my name. Yep. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Andy? Mr. C? Uh, I am doing well. How are you guys? And happy December 18th. Can happy, I just throw that in there? Happy, yes, yes, happy you can. 18th. Yes, yep. I can't so we're be- one, one week from Christmas? I can't yes. believe we're only a week from Christmas. <laughs> I know. crazy. Nuts. Look at your... Wow, your tree is... You are festive. That tree is beautiful. Yeah, yeah you like... You like, yeah. That is so fast. Don't do it too much. I'll be honest with you. If you do it too much, your arms are going to disappear. I know, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, how did you do that? Yeah, uh, so you're living down there near um, near that other guy that lives in a log cabin, that other musician <laughs> who, snow, who plows snow and does landscaping. Uh, oh, Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson doesn't live too Mike? far. Mike, yeah, yes. Mike's not too far from me yeah. actually. Yeah. So you know, so, if you see that wooden facade, it kind of reminds me of Mike's. Uh, yeah, Mike's abode. <laughs> Mike's abode. Yes, yes, abode. Yeah. So, uh, it, wow, so many different bands that I you're know. in now. You got room for one more, or? Right. Uh, I I don't know to be honest. <laughs> with you. I, I'm at the point now where something might have to go away before I can get room to get something more in there. But, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But I guess that's what it's about, you know, and and get it in while you can, and and when, and while people still appreciate it, because there's no guarantee they're always going to, you know. So, right. Right. Yeah. Walk us through. Walk us through Andy Comstock. A day in the life. I, well, not. Oh no. How about just the life of the Andy? Life of, yeah. Yeah, wow. uh, what, that's, you've, you've been playing deep. How long um, have you been playing? I'll, I'll I'll give you I'll give you this story. Um, when which led to everything basically. When I was probably, I don't want to know about your parents birthing you. We, we got <laughs> no, no. okay, <laughs> not quite. I met dad on a cold yeah. evening in the middle of July. Yep, <laughs> cold in um, July. All right, probably oh, somewhere awesome. around uh, freshman year in high school, somewhere in there. Um, my father. God rest his soul, was a union iron worker. And he and the fellows would uh, obviously imbibe occasionally after work. And one of their big calendar events every year was to go out and get a little sauce and do their Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. So you never knew what you really were going to get. And uh, one year, 
my father bought me the Sears special combo base with a little amp, you know. Yep, nice. Um, it was probably a Memphis or some kind of P copy, you know, whatever. Yeah. And of course, I looked at it, and at the time, I was not a player. I played some brass instruments in high school and things like that, but I was just like, oh, well, that's pretty cool, you know. And, and then it sat in the corner for about two years until uh, <laughs> one of my best friends, Lee Dayton, uh, came up and said, hey, where'd you get that? And I said, oh, it's a guitar. My dad bought it for me. I haven't really messed around with it much or done anything. And he said, well, first off, it's not a guitar. It's a bass guitar. <laughs> and let me show you a couple of things. And, uh, and he did. And then, you know, I just started a love affair with that instrument. I, I immediately went to uh, Machine Head from Deep Purple and yeah. Zeppelin too. I think were the two first albums mm-hmm. yep. uh, to cut my teeth on and literally sat in my room, you know, after school every day and uh, went through those albums and tried to pick out what those guys were doing and try to figure it out. And then, you know, eventually you start, you know, you, you for whatever reason at that age, players, they're, they're not that numerous. So you kind of gravitate together. And I uh, met a guitar player that was a friend of mine from up in uh, Phoenix, New York. And, uh, a drummer that I played basketball with, and the three of us, you know, we were probably the worst band that ever existed. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But, we've, uh, I don't know. We've <laughs> all had a couple of those. Yeah. The, yeah, the names you know. are a lot, the, the names, names and the logos are a lot better than the music. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, that that's pretty much where it began. And then, um, Andy, the do you remember? aspect of it never came until later on. You know, I was I was mostly a, a bass player and sing some backup and sing harmonies and, and a couple of leads on some songs and things like that. Cool. Um, un, until the bar dog struck out on our own from the former band that we were all in together. And at that point, it was, uh, well, you take over the vocals, Andy, or we're going to get, you know, bring in another singer. And uh, we ran a couple of practices and had our first gig. And then, gosh, that's... 12 or 13 years ago now, I think so at that point. So, um, and then the rest just kind of went on from there, you know? Cool. I like it. You were about to say something. Do you remember the name of that first band? Uh, I can remember two names. Shed okay. and, and they probably were, they probably were, uh, one was first strike, okay. which, uh, was born, I think out of the Reagan era, uh, you know, we didn't mean to associate it with nuclear war or right? anything like that, but, <laughs> but for whatever reason, first Drake came out and then probably six months into it, we're like, well, maybe we shouldn't use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, for some reason we stumbled across the word parallax. I think we saw a movie called the parallax view. I think it was called, and none of us knew what that word was. And, and we looked it up and it was, um basically a way that you could look at things differently and see things differently than what you're looking at and we said well that sounds sounded cool so we went with parallax for a while and i don't even remember it's a lot it's a lot deeper it. now right it's a lot yeah. deeper now before it's like i don't right. I, 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 I don't even know how to fucking spell it <laughs> right but you know at, at some point when you're younger and getting into the bands and doing those things you think more about the name than you actually do about yeah. playing and yeah. making the, the music good you yeah know? wait i remember we years ago we were flipping coins on band names and it was like i came up with like star chamber oh nice and i was like oh that's kind of yeah i I like finger in the book yep whatever that says you know well thank god it wasn't good thing you didn't point on herpes you know right but that band would have lasted a lot longer yeah well you can't get rid of that get rid of it See what I did? I see what you did there. Right? I see what you did there. God, so many people love that band. 
Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, so or, I or hate it. Star Chamber was one, and then, and then the one we we ended up going with was uh, Clowns of Doom. Well, that was your oh, COD. Nice. That was my COD, Clowns of yep. Doom, Cash yeah. on Delivery. Doom, doom. I think we all got doom in there. At some yeah, there's point. all that's some kind of doom. Yeah. yeah, impending doom, <laughs> yeah. impending pandemic of doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, thanks to Black Sabbath, I think. That, yeah, that right, right, right. That whole thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Got up there, doom <laughs> yeah, slide. There right there. Doom yeah, there slide. Doom slide. <laughs> that's uh, doom slide. That is uh, nice. Pete Merluzzi's Pete. album. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, one of the guys who's been on the show. He sent that up here, and I was like, "Nice deep purple yep. kind of reference yeah. to it." Yeah. Um, cool. But those yeah. are those were great albums to cut your teeth on, though. My God! Yes. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah that um, that kind of led to um, looking at bass players in bands instead of the band. In other right, words, sure. so once you got past those, uh, I started to get into some Iron Maiden, yeah, and learning learning his stuff, you know. And then mm-hmm. um, it's weird because then there was a period where it went all Beatles for a while because we got exposed to that stuff. Okay. And then you kind of get into that and, and you learn some of the roots of where some of the stuff came from. And, mm-hmm. and then it's 1978 and Van Halen comes out, you know, right, and then, yeah. then of course that changed it all back to, to the rock and roll thing. And, um, you know, yeah. Very cool. Oh, he put a date on that one. He did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 78 when I was born, no. Yeah, no. I was bored. Right. I wish. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we're all old. Uh what when yeah, did right. when did you um so you know the one of the bands you have, Radio Floyd, you do you do just such a phenomenal oh. freaking job on the Pink Floyd. And yes. and as as uh Steve Shad we were talking the other day, it's not just a bunch of guys getting up there and playing playing some music you you put it an actual show together yeah and um and you've got some of the most you know just diverse and great musicians in that i I, even even jerry moore i mean playing sax yeah jerry's great jerry's just he's sick how good a saxophone player Mm -hmm. he is yeah i Um, I met jerry moore through getting into that band um uh we actually Dangerous Type and Radio Floyd kind of happened concurrently. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jerry Taroli and I were talking. Well, let me back up even a little bit further. Okay. So Barn Dogs, uh, around 2013, we started to add in some Allman Brothers to the four-piece band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we which... played Whip and Post and One Way Out and, you know, some of those songs. Yeah. And Love then uh, <sighs> uh, there was a show put on to commemorate the 40th anniversary of um eat a peach uh no summer jam summer jam oh, okay. Glenn. oh cool and they and, the, and they were looking for somebody to do the grateful dead section somebody to do the all brothers section and then somebody to do the band section mm-hmm. and they had seen our 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 performance of the song so they helped put us together with uh susan royal to be our second drummer and at that point chad mack to be our second guitar player mm-hmm. okay and we did the show and uh, it was fantastic, and it, that's the first big kind of arena or theater show that we ever did. The four of us with with those with those extra people, and it went so well that we after that we started to perform that show a little bit more often. And, and uh, there was a guy named Matt Wilson who used to tape a lot of bands. He was not a musician, but he would put a lot, of, you know, post a lot of stuff. And he posted our show, and he coined the phrase "The Bar Dogs Plus" because we didn't really have a name. So if you ever hear that, that's the Allman Brothers tribute. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, you go ahead a year or two. Chad Mack uh, is is 
kind of half in the country realm and he was a hot mm -hmm. commodity and he gets tapped by a few people and he's he was less available than he than he was prior right. so we said well who are we going to get and at that point jerry taroli had not been in under the gun uh, and wasn't really doing anything so somebody hooked us up and that's that's how we all met jerry um and then a lot of people said well jerry's more of your you know a hard rock guy kind of a metal guy um but it turns out that prior to gun and all those things jerry played all that all and brother stuff and everything else so mm -hmm. he walked in and it was like five minutes we were like all right let's just talk and figure this out we don't need to play anymore yeah you're, you're right. the guy you know right. and then uh we needed somebody to, to fill in the acoustic stuff so tim robinson came in um who we'd all kind of played with and jammed with before um so that was kind of the evolution of that band um then we were asked to do a bob seeger tribute thing so jerry came in to that band as well Mm -hmm. So through all these times, Jerry and I thought about, which is going to be an oddball thing to throw in, but uh, the first Cars album, because at the time we had all been in and out of uh, doing the vinyl shows with uh, Bob and Robin, uh, Robin Stockdale and Bob Kane. Right. And and we thought, well, maybe we can talk them into doing an early 80s one, and maybe you get hard promises to do a Tom Petty album, which would obviously work, and then somebody else does who knows the knack or somebody, then we, we would throw in that first cars album and right. it never got, that never really got done, but we did put a band together and do the cars album. So that band became dangerous. Cider. Oh, wow. And, and through that association, I was asked to become the bass player in radio Floyd. Okay. Okay. Uh, at, at the same time, Jerry Taroli was asked to come into that band. Um, so what did radio Floyd start because you were going to do a vinyl a vinyl show based around no. Pink Floyd or it's just uh, no uh Radio Floyd is basically uh what became of Childhood's End. Yes. Which was okay. the which was the big Pink Floyd tribute that Steve had, mm -hmm. you know, prior to, to Radio Floyd. Right. And uh he and Tim Robinson put that together. And then of course Ian Cattell had come out of that band to join Britt Floyd. They okay. actually saw a video of them playing at uh Lemoyne Manor, I think it was, um, when that was still open. And mm -hmm. they tapped him and he became the Britt Floyd bass player. So after that it was Jimmy Puma. Jimmy moves away. Right. They decide to resurrect the band, but call it Radio Floyd. We had been working together at the time. Hey, Andy, you want to come in and, you know, give it a shot, see what you think about it. And, uh, it was another one of those moments where, you know, myself, Jerry Moore, Jerry Taroli, Tim, Steve, yeah. just walked in the room. With, and uh, at that time, Eric Garbusian was the drummer. It was not Brad Bullock yet. And um, we just, we played, I don't know. 15 songs just you know like all right well this is obviously this is gonna work right you right. know and and then it was maybe i think a year or two into it eric uh had left the band and uh, uh brad bullock was working with steve on some genesis stuff and some other things in that realm and he was kind of the natural pick to come in and and brad's great he's just been yeah. you know it was like putting a key in a lock and you know turning the lock and yeah opening the door so it's nice yeah, it's, it's just nice to see what you do with that. I mean, it's, yeah. like I said to Steve, and it's it's something to, to boast about. Um, it's a show. It's not just yeah. a gig. It's and, just... and, and Steve is the catalyst of that band. Um, you know, he uh, he does all the videos, to which is obviously a key part of that Pink Floyd kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You've got to have the, the the multimedia stuff going, and uh, and him along with Brian Lapointe, who is just you know light guy show guy yeah. par excellence yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. him he's you know and he and steve kind of uh, he, he steven um had brought brian along since he was a young kid right and then brian just you know zoom you know he's he's top dog in my mind around town as far as the late show stuff goes and everything 
but but it, that's all part of that you know you, it's not just um like you say just a band going out you you, you have to focus on getting the material right Mm-hmm. And you have to present it in a way that people are going to recognize it because they've all listened to those albums, you know, 50 times. Right. But the, but the show is what really sets that thing apart, you know, yeah. the light show and the videos and everything. Yeah. Now, do you, do you, do you feel it necessary when you're doing something like Floyd or like the vinyl, the, the vinyl shows do where they play the album, they play it ex- same, same sequence. I mean, Floyd's albums tell a story. From the from the first yep. the first time well years ago when we dropped the needle down until you know it was yep. time to turn it over um, oh, yeah. you know yeah. it, it it tells a story and it, that's why you know such people that like to take themselves away to be another place sure through the uh, through the art of uh, inhaling <laughs> <laughs> an enhanced experience an enhanced yeah, experience yeah. it yeah. brings it to yeah. instead of three D to forty or five D. Or holy, yeah. a, holy a, a, a legally enhanced experience now. Yes, yes. Now, yes. yes. <laughs> very legally enhanced yes. experience now. Right. Um, which yeah. must be must be confusing certain keyboard players. It's like I, I can't, I can't. This is that's been illegal my whole life. Right. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a learning curve there. For sure. Yeah, right. You mean I don't have to sit in my van with all the windows up? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel? Do you feel you know we've got to do it in the order that the album is if we're going to be a tribute, or do we, ha- or we want to go chronologically, or do you just start throwing them all over randomly to change it up a bit? Well, I don't get into the uh, formulation of those particular shows. That's kind of Steve and Tim's realm. Yeah. And um, uh, one thing I will tell you that uh, when we do Dark Side of the Moon or something, when a, when a certain anniversary hits, like it's the you know 30th anniversary of the album or whatever it is. Um, we, we do stick to doing them in order and making right. sure all the songs are in there. And um, to me, that that's kind of important to do that show. Yeah. But but the thing with that show and with other shows like that is it's it's hardly ever do, are you doing an album, right? You're you're picking some from the early era with animals for for you know Radio yeah. Floyd for example. You're going to do some of the uh, traditional stuff with Dark Side of the Moon and, mm-hmm. and those albums in there, and then we throw in '90s stuff. Uh, you know, after uh, Roger Waters left the band, right? We do we do some of the some of that stuff too, you know. Huh. So it's kind of fun, but to me, at that point, it's more about the songs. Your battery's flashing. What battery's flashing on your computer? Uh-oh. Is it really? There you go. We're back. Go. <laughs> but but yeah, but to, to me, it's like I would focus on the individual songs mm-hmm. and right. make sure. I've always kind of taken that attitude in any of the cover bands I've been in. You know, if you want to go out and and improvise and do some different things, write some songs. There's plenty of people that will go out there and watch original music, right? And it's great. But but if somebody's coming to see the Barn Dogs play the Doors or some Stones, mm-hmm. they want to hear what they're used to, and they want to they 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 know that they'll never get a chance to hear those songs live by by the original band, right? Um, so we try to give them that, you know, we try to give them that experience and, and get it as close to the, to the bone as we can. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you say that because there's two schools of thought to any, to any musician. Yeah. There's some schools of thought that if you get the first, I don't know, measure of a solo and then you feel you need to improvise you the rest. You improvise it until the end. Yeah. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. Sure. Uh-uh. However, 
I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. Don't look Except for Jeff. Don't look anywhere here. <laughs> so, you know, some people hit it no for no. And then right. other people say, hey, I want to put my own creative spin on it. And we say, well, that's cool. It's Do it like, at home. Yeah, or or if if you if if, if it's not going to be possible, then either we don't do that one, or we do something do something, or you know, get yeah. it close. Sure, you know, get sure. it close. Or or what I've always said to some people, and you don't really see it that often, but maybe when you promote the show that you're going to do, let them know this is going to be an interpretation of those songs. You know, we're not we're not looking yeah, to do I like that. Uh, an exact representation. I like we're we're like going to let you know that we're going to put our spin on them and let people know that ahead of time. You know, I think we need to call um, the band interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not not bad. There, there you go. go. Don't you don't named, you you no, can't no. start another one there. No, no. Interpretation <laughs> no. named by Andy Comstock. We're just going to call it Comstock's interpretation. Oh. <laughs> and oh, there you go. Now he has to be in the band. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! There you go. I love it. My brain is always just moving like a million times. I, I, I think that's awesome. That's there. great. Comstock's interpretation. That's right there. So, Andy, when you so you take shirts that same, made next week. Yeah, so you take that same attitude with the Allman Brothers stuff. Yeah, we do. Um, because I'll uh, tell you, I've seen the Allman Brothers show that you guys do, it's and killer. it's just spot on. Yeah. Yeah, that's been it's been a lot of fun. And with that one, yeah, we definitely focus on making sure those guitar harmony things that happen are going on. Yep. Uh, you know, the two drummer thing, mm-hmm. uh, Pete Samansky and Sue Royal locked up from day one. I mean, the, as soon as we put that thing together and just tried to pull it off, they just, they just do it. And you, you can't do that with a lot of the two drummers, you know, a lot no. of guys have their own style and the, the one guy lays off the beat a little more where the other guy maybe pushes the beat. And the next thing you know, they did just the whole thing is doesn't sound right. You know? Well, so we've been very fortunate that, that the two of them nailed it. And then, uh, and Mark Westers and uh, JT, you know, uh, blending those harmony notes yeah. and this thing. That, all that stuff has to be there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, it's and, not. And for whatever reason, I'm lucky enough to kind of be able to sing it. So, you know. Um, you, I will tell you, you have, you definitely have the voice for it. Yeah, I never knew it, you know, uh, right. until we started messing around with a couple of songs. And, yeah. Uh, same thing happened when the when the barn dogs do the doors. We'd. I think we were messed around with LA woman at practice once just goofing around. Right. Sure. And we, and we were all like, man, that sounds pretty good. You know, so next thing you know, we got like eight door songs in the set. You know? Yeah. That's <laughs> when you start, that's, that's when you start going overboard. You know, yep, it's like we, bit, we would, bit. we'd yeah. start rehearsing and we said, I think BB was like, let's do a Creed song. And we said, all right. And it's like, we could do this one too. The next yeah. thing you know, it was like six Creed six songs, Creed and I'm like, going, oh. well, we can't. We're not going to be a fucking Creed tribute band. I mean, let's... yeah, right. All Number right, so one, let's... I'm not bringing 15 guitars to tune to Mark Tremonti. Either. Yeah, right. Well, They're all over go. the place. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen Jeff in a while. I hope he's doing well. I know Jeff from way back in the uh, Albino days. Yeah. Ah, the Albino days. I think we've discussed yeah, that. Yeah, I was That's... in Florida when the fire happened, so I I did not you know lose anything, but obviously a lot of friends did. And yeah, yeah. Even yeah. from even from afar, that was a Day to see that. Whole I, lost kid, I, I lost a kid. I lost my kid. I that. think. I think we've discussed the Albino days till it's been beaten. No. 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 It was very traumatic for a lot of people. I understand. You didn't lose. You didn't lose I any gear there, that, fucker. Okay. But... All right. The rest of us did. None of us had insurance. We barely had jobs back then. All right. I don't want to hear it. True. Yeah. So I yes, yeah, I lost are, my um, kit was up in up in Paris's uh, re- rehearsal studio Paris. up there. Yeah. Yeah. The which was pre. 
Uh, that was Lee Anderson's uh, original oh, band, pre under the gun. Now pre Maryland's or chamber. Pre Maryland's chamber. I'm sorry. Pre Maryland's yeah. chamber. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the little building at the bottom of the uh, uh, billboard pole there. Right yeah. The so you line. you weren't affected other maybe than maybe water damage. Well, I was, I, and again, I was I was gone by the time the fire happened. I had moved out of there and I was in Florida actually chasing my now wife, which I got to get her to come back home with me. Hey but, uh, but I was my mother actually cut the article out of the paper and mailed it to me. Oh wow! And that's how I found out. That's how I found out about it. And, yeah, back then we, when we actually used mail, you know. And, yeah, right. <laughs> I think they call it. Uh, there with that little. I think they call it snail but, uh, mail now. Yeah, point snail and, mail. Right, point yeah. and clip. Yeah, point. Yeah, point and clip. Point and clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember opening the envelope and looking at it and just shocked. You know. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. Question. Well, you know, it's and, it's uh, funny. Uh, every now and then during the um, the anniversary of that. Syracuse uh, nostalgic, which is yeah. Hamilton. He yeah. posts the video from the the news article or the news the, the news reel reel from it. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. You know, With, uh, and, uh, Wolf Distortio is yeah, in there. Yeah, and, and guys, Jeff. Right? Yeah. And I'll yeah. tell you, Jeff Garlo, Garlo change. No, Garlo looks like he's still the same. Dipped him in fucking lacquer. <laughs> I know. With the same. You know, comb over with the same business hair. do. Yeah, business do. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Although he did have, do. he had a little bit of business in the back back then. So he had a little bit a little of a party kinda, in the back, like a like a business mullet. Ah, yeah. Like, okay. I was gonna say like a partial mullet. Yeah, he had a business <laughs> yeah. mullet going high back then. But he, think, you're right. I think we all had Just those. Yeah, he doesn't age. No prick. Such a prick. I know. <laughs> I know he's not. I, I, he might be listening. He might be. If you're listening, uh, Jeff Garlow, you're a prick. <laughs> I don't know what you did. Not even wrinkles. Not, no, just a dick. You know what? It's the product that he sells. That's why it is the product. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's not. Yeah. Well, if anybody that's wants it. to know what Jeff Garlow does for a living, send us a send us a private message. Right. We'll let you know. And it has to be very private because uh, yeah, it's private products. It's private products. It's not yeah. illegal. No, it's not. No, it is not illegal. In fact, I I would kind of no no no. I don't. Do you know? You don't know what he does, do you? Do you know what he does? Uh, no, I don't. No. No. Yeah. Oh boy, um, you may have seen it on some movies, but not the kind that you're going to watch with your kids. Now, it's a... oh, yeah. oh, he says, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. I see. I he see. he yeah. sells accessories, yeah, yeah. Like accoutrements. Oh. Yep. Well, I, yeah, it's a uh, growing market, from what I understand. So, yeah. well, ah, not for one. not as much Put for him. some. <laughs> no offense, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I'm white and proud. Oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I guess we just push the explicit button on oh, YouTube now. <laughs> See what you guys did to me? You let me right in there. All right. Darn it. Yeah. Comstock is going to be spelled a little differently on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, so, yeah, so you've... you've <laughs> how do we get back into anyway, this Back one? to the barn dogs. Um, back to the barn dogs. Well, <laughs> back you to the re- barn dogs, yeah. The what? barn dogs... Um, Last show that we played. You know, it's, it, oh, when, yeah, that's when right. We play, when we play a barn dog show now, it's kind of like putting on... A comfortable pair of sneakers you know we just kind of mm-hmm. go do it yeah. yeah and um uh and and thank god the people are still enjoying it because uh you know we are yeah you know and uh, at some point obviously it'll you know who knows when it'll change things always change that's one thing you can thoroughly about. enjoy it well you know but one thing that changed after a barn dog show was the pandemic the week after and we fact, we played with you at Average Joe's. You guys were on first, and we went on after. Yeah, you opened yeah. up for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we're going to say it. Yeah, you had there the early side. You opened fine. up for that's us. That's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, that was it's funny. We talked about that because the Barn Dogs played at the Ridge this past Friday. Okay. And our last full regular gig without restrictions was at the Ridge, also. 
Oh. And then we had the one at Average Joe's about two weeks after that. Yep. With And if you guys remember, that was the first, uh, it was the only show we did until after the, the, the big shutdown that had the 50% capacity or whatever they were trying to do. Do you guys remember that? Oh, right. Yes, I do. Oh, uh, yeah. We that's we just blamed it on. Um, we're always 50%. Yeah, we were always 20. 50%. <laughs> Maybe even twenty. Oh, you don't need to pack the place. We're we're your band. We are there. We are your band. Yep. We don't. If you only yeah. need half your capacity, you can call uh, call us. In fact, when they went down to ten percent capacity, uh, just it takeouts. Like, it was like we sold we, the place out. We could still be there. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to put it on the poster anymore. Yeah, right? we just no. we told two less family members not to show up, and All we right. were good. It was awesome. It's okay, dick. <laughs> Uh, you know, the other thing that's great, uh, not to get off this subject there, because that was funny, but um, <laughs> the, bar dog, the bar dogs have led to these other things, you know, the, the, the Almond Brothers thing yep. and, and the Seeger thing, which is, you know, these things get kind of ebb and flow, but um, it, it's allowed me anyway as an individual to meet all these people and get to play with them, you know, these different people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got that, the, the Pizza Masky and Johnny Cap and Mark Westers and me. And then, then we're playing with Chad Mack, and then we're playing with JT, and then we're playing with, yeah. you know, Jerry Moore, and we're playing with Don Williams, who was a saxophone guy in in one of the bands, and right. B. Kelly Wilcox, and Susan Royal on the other kit, you know, and yeah. Tim Robinson, uh, Mr. Utility, you know, do it all guy, right? Uh, who can sing and play acoustic and play lead electric, and um, so it, it's been thoroughly enjoyable, and and it and it's been uh, like I say, just very, I, I feel very fortunate to have been in that band and then what, what it's led to, to get to meet to it and meet with and, and play with all these other people, you know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a lucky guy. I'm a real lucky yeah. guy. Extremely. Extremely. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that you guys did uh, the Seeger as well. That's been a blast. Um, yeah. Well, you got it, the beard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, contacted Bob, made sure it was okay. Bob, I got it. Right, yeah. You know, um, you know those that band ebbs and flows, like the last two years we haven't done much with it. Um, and so this year you're going to see maybe more activity out of that band than you will the Allman Brothers thing. Because last year we did Almonds at Taste, and um, this year we might change that up. We we do have a show um, coming up at the Beer Hall at, at Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. Um, near the end of January, I think it's January twenty seventh, and and the door the barn dogs are going to do a set of doors, and then the rambling gambling band, which is what that is called, yeah. is going to do a set of seeker. Nice. Um, so you're going to call yourself just the barn doors that. that night. And we've actually done that before, actually. Oh, <laughs> you know, the first barn time doors. Ever, the first time we ever did the tribute. Uh, there's an old YouTube video out there somewhere, and we said that we did a a small set of other tunes, and then we said, okay, now now we're we're going to become the barn doors. And, uh, you know, busted out whatever we had at that time, 12 or 15 songs. But, That's nice. Um, yeah, it was a blast. But uh, we're going to do both of those at Middle Ages. And then there's, uh, um, you know, other shows coming up with the other stuff, too. But um, yeah. that that's going to be a that's going to be a nice uh, show coming up at the end of January, too. Well, Which I, is tough I, in I will, the winter to try to get some fun stuff going, you know. I will absolutely yeah, look right. forward to that one, then. Yeah, that's a, that'll, be a, that'll be a blast. I, I love Bob Seger as it is, anyway, you know. Um, as a man or as a musician? Never been a musician. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> never been a yeah, I huge would, door. I never been a huge Doors guy. But I do. I, I but grew, I do appreciate I grew up a Doors guy. Okay. Never, never played it with anybody. Jeff's young, right? He's young. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we, we were like, let's give it a shot. But yep. I uh, cut my teeth playing bass on Soft Parade, and yep. And it took me. It took me probably 
I want to say 10 or 12 years into listening to the doors to, to realize that they didn't have a bass player, that it was, Oh, it was Jerry from Elvis's band Elvis's and other band. guys, you know, yeah. playing bass on the studio albums. Mm-hmm. And then, and then of course, yeah, like you, like you mentioned his, his the left hand of, of the master, they're doing it live you yep. know, on the keyboard. But yeah. Um, I was like, well, somebody's got to be playing bass in there. I can hear it. <laughs> right. Like, that can't yeah. all be happening on the keyboard. What's exactly. going on in there? Key- keyboard and, and keyboard uh, with keyboardists with the bass pedals. Bass pedals, yeah. Yeah. So, yep. you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. But, yeah, that's, that's it's just, it's been a joy, you know, doing all that stuff with everybody. And then that it led to the Radio Floyd thing, too, basically, indirectly. Just, you know, it's one of, another one of those circles that kind of came together. and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that that show's just been a joy, and that that thing just keeps growing legs and getting bigger. And we went to Ohio last year to play at a uh, big festival at um, oh, I forget the name of the town, but it, we thought it was a state park, but it was actually um, uh, a privately owned park. But they have festivals all through the summer. They do a classic fest, and then mm-hmm. they do a reggae fest, and then they do a Grateful Dead weekend, and they do a, a classic fest. It was always a Pink Floyd headliner, so and they they didn't have anybody for that year. So we ended up getting the call, and that was it was a blast. There was eight thousand people there, and just friendly people, just kind of hanging out, just a cool crowd, you know, and great vibe, yeah. and it was a it was a blast. So, uh, you know, I, I normally uh, I don't get to do a lot of the, those big big shows like that. So that that was that was a lot of fun, man. Pot's legal now, and pot's legal, and, and, pot's and legal. not in Ohio, not in Ohio, by the way. Oh, <laughs> not in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they no. didn't do it there, Mister yeah. Ohio no, Governor. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Andy, is there yeah, a band? The, the place was called Nelson Ledges Park. Okay. Uh, and if you're ever out there, beautiful park, big quarry, and it's kind of halfway between um, Erie, PA, and Cleveland, and you kind of go south, and it it's kind of sits there in the middle of nowhere, but right. uh, beautiful, beautiful place, and great friendly people. That's cool. Uh, Andy, is there you know, Andy? Is there a band that? All right, you do the Allman Brothers, Pink Floyd, Bob Seger, The Doors. Is there another band that you would want to do? in that vein yeah um matter of fact there is uh okay. and i don't know if you guys are familiar with the barn dogs holiday show that we do at the end of the year every year we do it it's been at joe's the last couple of years it used to be upstairs at the dino um and then we actually started it at shifties but um kind of sort of related to the seeger thing mm-hmm. we when we did the seeger album as part of vinyl's album uh, vinyl albums live yeah it was a little bit different band but uh, they wanted to reprise that uh, for a winter show upstairs at the dinosaur one year. And we had a show Saturday night and they were doing this on Sunday. And I, and I, one of the things I told the guys, which I still stick to is if we do that Seeger show, I can't really sing the night before or the night after. Cause right. yeah. you kind of lay it out there and, and you got to rip it up a little, you know, I was just good. I was yeah. literally just going to say, cause in my brain, I'm going, well, it would not. I was like, oh yeah, you got to <laughs> do know, that all yeah, night long. And it's got to be there. So yeah. you just kind of let it go. But you know, the next day is coffee and, you know, usually a Sunday. So playing for football and not talking to anybody. There you <laughs> right? Go, right? Um, they wanted to do the show on a Sunday. So the Saturday night we had a show at shifties and we said, well, let's not cancel the show. Let's get a bunch of people to sit in and, and sing sing for me so i only do a couple songs i'll save my voice for tomorrow so that led to doing it annually and to the point now where when we did a joe's this last week there was 10 bands in there oh wow. always combinations of these most of these people that you know you've heard me mention mm-hmm. um doing little tributes to other bands and the one thing we haven't done yet which i would love to do um is get some doobie brothers stuff going oh that'd be um, great and it would mostly focus uh, on the earlier stuff, Toulouse Street and yeah, um, the real rock and rock 
part mm-hmm. of Doobies, you know, not really the Michael McDonald. I was going to say later yeah. on, it would be more of the original hard rock stuff. Yeah. Well, so many yeah. people are coming back. The uh, the whole yacht rock uh, yeah. stuff is coming out with. I don't know if I'd call this, them yacht rock. Well, but... some of the songs. I mean. Oh, I know. No, I know. You know, in the, yeah. in the mid to late seventies, everybody was trying to touch upon a little bit of that. Yeah, and then and then like you say, when Michael McDonald came in, they really kind of went full force into that stuff. And and yeah. no, nothing against it; it's no. not my favorite era of the band. Right. And he's an right. awesome songwriter and a singer and everything. And I, they obviously were you know hugely popular mm-hmm. uh, during his era of the band. But yeah, if if we can pull it off, um, I've certainly got enough people to pick from that you know that yeah, we get to do. play with. Yeah. So, and then it, then that becomes the issue. Like, okay, who's going to be the guitar guy? You know what I mean? Like, who's well, getting I left out? Four guys, you know. <laughs> So who knows? But you know, one thing that's nice with those bands too is like the Seeger band is a nine-piece band. So wow, um, we've had on a regular basis Joanna Nick Stewart and Maureen Sherrod and Hennessy have been the two. Uh, I don't know if you want to call them the doo-wop girls or whatever. Yeah. You know, the background yeah. Yeah. singers, yeah. which uh, to me was always astounding that we got those two because they're two of the best lead singers in any of the bands in town, you know, right. between Mere Mortals and <laughs> right. all the stuff that they've both done and the stuff Joanna's done with us and the other bands. I, I It shocks me, but, um, you know, they've mentioned and other people have mentioned too, that these bands, it it's more, it's more like family, you know, it's more like family having fun and doing something together. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if, if you're the guy out front or if you're the guy, you know, in the back playing the the triangle, you know, on two songs, it's right. Yeah. So it's, it's all part of the same effort to, to put something cool together and, and, mm-hmm. and, and have people enjoy it. You it's, know, so. it's exactly uh, how we felt. Uh, Jeff and I were blessed enough to play with, uh, with Ben Morrow when he came to town. Yeah. And, you know, you had uh, Edgar Pagan uh, on bass, on bass yeah. and you had goose was up on drums. drums. And yep. I mean, it was just like, this is cool. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I, I sang yeah. backing vocals for the night, and mm-hmm. except for for a song that he had me up. And now, next time he comes, we're gonna we're gonna encompass more more music. Yeah, singing more awesome. more lead stuff. But mm-hmm. I just like being there, being part of it. Yeah, and like you said, it's yeah. like a family thing. Yeah, you don't is. you don't care. You don't need the glory or that. It's just watching no. people smile and having a good time. No, and, and doing what you love. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like I say, I, I am. A, I, I consider myself to be extremely fortunate that I knew that this is kind of what I wanted to do and that I've been able to do it. And it, it's been with the help of a lot of people, you know. Well, you know, let's uh, not let's not forget our families for putting up with this shit, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, too. No I'm lie. very fortunate. I, I have a wife that's, you know, 100% behind me and has, has supported me, um, who I'm sure, uh, Jeff, at least you probably have met at one of the parties yes. back, then, yep. back in the day, as yes. they say. Yeah. Super, I, those were some pretty crazy parties. Yeah, know, super, fun, but. super sweet girl, you know. Yeah. You if, got, if she you moved got, up here you from got Florida. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. must have had. You must have done something impressive. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure what it was, but it was his bass playing. It was his bass yeah. prowess at bass. Yes. yes. Uh, so, out of all the years you've been playing, tell tell me first of all, tell me the, your one of your favorite show you've shows you've ever played. Uh in recent years, um, I'd have to say that show in Ohio with Radio Floyd. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to discount any of the shows with any no. of the bands. Um, yeah. If I had to tick them down, I'd say the uh, the rambling, gambling, Seeger thing. Probably the 2018 we did at Taste Syracuse. That was that was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, Barn Dogs, the four piece. There's there's too many to really say which was the favorite. You know, right. to me, any show with that band is a favorite because, like I say, we just we walk in and how you doing? Good. 
Good. How was your Tuesday? Great. Okay. Here's the list. All right, let's go. Boom. And we play the show, you know, <laughs> and have a good time. And, um, yeah, but I would probably say the Ohio show with, with Radio Floyd because that was a special cool. thing. We don't we don't get to do a lot of that stuff, you know. So has there has there cool. has there been a moment? You knew this question was coming. Yeah, there's had to have been one or two moments throughout your career as a musician that have been just some some funny shit has happened that not everybody might have caught it. I think Cherry uh, JT was talking about JT's. The, I think was one of the best. His was one of the best when he he, he was first time was under the gun. They were playing before Motley Crue went on at the grandstand before, and but they weren't playing the grandstand. Someone had decided to uh, partake a little. First time. First sure. time. Drinking before a show. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's put it this way. Lee had to throw a bottle of water at him. Well, because he to said. To kind of shake him out of it because like, I'm like, what am I he doing He goes, I here? can't feel the strength. I can't feel the strength. And then he looked at Lee and said, <laughs> I think I'm. I think we're playing think right we're now. Right. He's like, yeah, you are. He's like, so, so, you know, nobody who was there knew that other no, than, and other J- than him. For, for him to tell us that right. story, I was like, was, yeah, yeah. You win the prize. You win the prize, bro. You know? So yeah. there's gotta be, give us a, give us a, give us a moment that. Well, I, I, I don't know if there's anything so much that people didn't notice on stage that was happening, stuff like that, but I'll, I'll give you one. Okay. This goes back to our early days of the barn dogs, the four piece. Mm-hmm. And we were playing at one of Nick Fugo's bars. <laughs> and everybody knows Nick. Everybody yeah. knew Nick. Big dummy. Nick. Big dummy. On a flyer. You know, and, you know, the carrying him out in the coffin and, the you know, all yeah, that right. stuff that used to go on. And we played, uh, I can't remember the name of the bar. It was right on the north side, right by Cross Hines. It was like right Kitty Corner. Small place. But the Wolf Inn. Uh, they, the Wolf the, Inn. The Wolf. The Wolf. It was the Wolf Inn. The That's wolf exactly in. where it was. Oof. So <laughs> right. That, that made Fucos. That made Fucos <laughs> look like the Taj Mahal. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we were starting out, so we thanked them actually for taking a chance with us. But <clears throat> that was a restaurant. So if you guys remember, yep. Uh, the band would set up in front of what used to be the old kitchen, and there was a swinging door. And it wasn't a kitchen anymore. It was just, you know, catch all back there. There was stuff. And but you, you know, you're young and you want to be the rock star guys. So you would go in there and wait till they called you out to, to play. <laughs> and that door would, you know, it was a swinging door. And sometimes it would swing a little past closed. So we're back there and we're waiting. And and Nick goes on the mic and he says, All right, we're gonna bring up uh, the bar dogs. And um Oh, no, sorry. This is prior to the Bar Dogs. This was a band called Culture Shock back before the Bar Dogs. But the, he closed the door when we went back there, and it swung too far. Well, I didn't realize the door only swung out. So I reached up to grab the door so we could go out, and I pulled the door right off the <laughs> <laughs> And Nick's standing there turning around for the mic, and he goes, Geez, I told you guys I'm going to pay you the door, but what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you're keeping, you're keeping the door tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that was our pay. And then he casually goes over, and there's a big screwdriver sitting there, and he puts it back in like, this must have been a regular occurrence. It wasn't me. It was the door. Oh, my know? God. But um, but that, that was pretty comical. I, I told you guys I'd pay you the door, but holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You know what? Leave yeah. it to Nick. Oh, yeah. Leave it to Nick yeah. to not be frazzled by anything no no didn't didn't really phase him at all i no. mean not not a thing my first time playing was at fuco's uh not that bar but the actual fuco's and when they told me i had to put my drum kit on top of the pool table i was like oh fuck huh <laughs> luckily i wasn't a fat guy back then so i could climb up there but still yeah. it was like well i gotta pull everything in i mean yeah. 
it's, well, do I get any more? That's the room you get. And I, I remember we were doing sound check, and I was like, what the fuck? And his mother, Nick's mother was over there, and she's like, no swearing in my fucking bar. And I was like. <laughs> yeah, no swearing in my fucking bar, right? What, what ha- you know, do you, where's that? I had to bring her a letter from my my mother that said it was okay because I was uh, – <laughs> I was like 17 at the time, and I oh, had yeah, that right. letter that said it was okay that I played in her bar. And yeah, no swearing in my fucking bar. I'll never forget that. I was like, yes, Mrs. Fuco. <laughs> you know? And uh, so, yeah, that was one of those places that you're just like, I can't believe this is where it all, where we all started. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, we saw some crazy stuff in there. We Oof. saw a guy uh, get his eye taken out one night, and somebody else got stabbed one night. We're like, oh, oh should we God. be playing here? I don't know. Maybe we should look for someplace else to play. I don't yeah, know right? what's going on here. You know? That somebody... band killed last night. Literally. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Each, each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hey, awesome. At least you never kicked a, kicked a member of the band off during a performance. Told him he was out of the band. Uh, uh, nope. Not, the, not that I can remember. Johnny no. Johnny yeah. Hamilton, Manslaughter. Oh, yeah. Johnny Hamilton. And Festival in Watertown. Yeah. You know what, Mike? You're out of the band. Not me. No, not Mike White. Mike. You know yeah, what? Mike You're White. out of the band during Jeez. the show, right That's in the middle brutal. of the show. Yeah, because yeah. they're all hammered. So, yeah, they, they uh, hugged and made okay. up. I can remember one guy falling asleep during the show, and then we had the conversation after the show was over that that was pretty much it. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's usually <laughs> yeah, the bass back. player. Way I'm, back. I'm just waiting. Yeah. That's usually who the. <laughs> usually. <laughs> That was our bass player. Well, no, see, if, if it's a bass player, they can actually keep playing when they fall asleep. Yes, so this know, is true. So you don't really notice. This it. is true. Right? We, <laughs> yeah. we, we had a nickname. Ours was the Tin Man because, uh, you know, Royal Can. Yeah. It, it yeah I didn't yeah, even sure. see his lips move. Nope. Royal Can. Royal Can. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to tell you who it was. It was just, nope. uh, it might be a new picture <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he is yes. in that picture. So, yeah, yeah uh, right. did you ever think to play the? Like, do you do you know how to play the guitar rather than just the bass, or have you just strictly been bass? No, I am a horrendous guitar player. I'm just awful, and I, I think it's made my hands are too big. I, I did at one time kind of look around to see if there was a like a wider necked guitar I could get a hold of that would be easier for me to get in there. Oh, they I, make I've, them. I've, I've, I've tried and, uh, it, <laughs> big no, and tall. It's never, no. gone. It, yeah. it's never gone well. They, no, I'm, I'm definitely a bass guy. No, they, but, they but make it's, them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they do. And yeah, it's, sure do. It's, called, <laughs> yeah. it's called an eight string, but you can have it six. <laughs> I, I probably could. Maybe you know I what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just, but no, I, I've always just been strictly a bass guy and, and I've had, uh, my mom and, uh, her sister were piano players and piano teachers. Oh, I, nice. I took piano lessons from my aunt when I was a kid. And I just never got too far with it. And uh, now the bass was where I ended up. I did play some brass in high school. I played trombone and, and uh, uh, tuba mm-hmm. um, for a couple of years. And then uh, started playing basketball and kind of got away from the band stuff in high school. But, um, but yeah, no, it's always been a bass guy. But what's funny now is people, if on the rare occasion that they do recognize me, maybe having been to a show, they're like, you're that singer guy. You're the singer, aren't you? And I'm like, no, I'm the bass player. I'm the bass player. I'm to sing as well. But, yeah. but I'm actually, I think of myself as a bass player, you know? And it freaks me out a little when people say, hey, you're the singer. Aren't you that singer guy? And I'm, and it takes me a minute to be like, well, I guess I am singing a little bit more than I used to. Because so, yeah. I, I heard this story from Keith Ford. God rest his soul as well. And Keith, was, Keith would always tell me, there are guitar players who are singers and there are singers who are guitar players which one do you fall into you just got to decide right. you know right and and if you asked me i'd say i'm a bass player okay right. but if you ask most of the people who've seen the bands recently they'll say he's the singer 
you know, and, right, it, yeah. and still, it yeah. kind of freaks me out, you know, because <laughs> I never was. And I, and I still don't, I, you know, we've had those discussions where, um, well, you sing and you play bass and it's like, well, yeah, but I'm just still one of the cogs in the wheel here. It takes mm-hmm. all of us to do this stuff. Yes. And it doesn't matter if I'm doing two things or one thing, or you're right. doing one thing or two things. It's, it's all part of a whole, you know, and that's, that's how we kind of look at it. But Other musicians that sing usually aren't, as big of a narcissistic douche as most singers are. <laughs> and that's why I came from a drummer's perspective. Here we go. And I was not a narcissistic douche. Just a douche. So, but Andy, wasn't, what do you got coming up? Such uh, an asshole. <laughs> you're a dick. That's it. Every week, Shibu uh, says you're a dick. Um, uh, well, this coming Friday, the bar dogs are at Average Joe's. Uh, on the 18th? Uh, on the, no. On That'd the, be the uh, 25th. <laughs> yeah. Last last I, Friday. Oh, that's right. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Um, uh, uh, September. Uh, yeah. September. December 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dangerous Type is making our first uh, debut up at the Calat Theater in Plasco. Oh. Um, very so good. that'll be that'll be fun. And then uh, the Barn Dogs will be at our annual show at the Marriott for New Year's. With oh, primetime nice. and hurry promises, and nice. uh, that's been a real fun thing that we. That's kinda, a hell of a lineup. We we kind of fell into a couple of years ago, and it's just kind of worked out. And um, that that that's a blast. That show, yeah. And we want to thank you, by the way, since we switched the date to accommodate you for getting us four tickets to that. That was really <laughs> nice of you. <laughs> did did my guy take care of that? They haven't so, gotten here yet, but I, I have a feeling that there'll be a I knock on the door any minute. Wow. Any minute. They'll, oh, they'll be there around the 18th, I think. Uh, they, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean the 19th. The 19th. They'll there be there go. the 19th. All right. I just want to make sure. I'm staring at the door now to make. Nope. Not nope, yet. Nobody here. Not right now. Yeah, uh, I, I told. Nope. Him, still not. Him, this is probably. I another, told him we're only on for an hour. You better get it's over probably here. another team you delivery anyway. <laughs> Shut up! I got a problem. <laughs> we know. <laughs> he makes fun of me all the time because I have. I seriously have. He has a problem. A. I have a problem with. Yeah. I have a problem with ordering shit online. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, a COVID leftover. I think we all got into that pattern. Oh, oh God, um, yeah, no idea. It's like that and DoorDash. I don't think. And, I've then, been... and then, yeah, and then you realize, well, this isn't so bad. This is kind of cool. You can have shit brought right to your house. <laughs> and so bad. and <laughs> yeah. as long as you're willing to give the Chinese your uh, information, you can get it for a yeah. dollar. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I don't have to right. go to the restaurant and be bothered by everyone else. They can deliver it to me. That's right. That's right. And and. There you go. Look, there's there's just bat boxes of shit in the studio oh here. God. Nonsense. 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 Oh, you know what? I think your guys' tickets might be in one of those boxes. They probably got I will make sure to open them all <laughs> before we hit uh publish on this episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So you've give us give us a uh give us a fanboy moment. Who who have you met that you've always either A always besides wanted to, us. Besides us? Yeah. Like A you've always wanted to meet or you know, you've played with. Um, I'll give I'll give you a couple. Uh, uh, one big one for me was uh, Denny Lane, who of course was the big wings guy. I played with McCarthy yeah. forever. Um, I was had the fortune to be involved in a couple of Paul Davies Beetlejuice productions yeah. over the years, mm-hmm. and uh, myself and all the Barn Dogs actually were in the year that it was at the um, at the landmark when Denny Lane came, and I still don't even know how it happened. For some reason. Uh, I had to go up and wait 
there were little dressing rooms there. there it was kind of funky there, but oh. before they did the remodel, but um, yeah, you get lost getting to those dressing rooms. Yeah, it was kind of weird, you know. Um, but I ended up in the room with Denny alone, and uh, you know. I don't think I've ever even told anybody this story. We we talked for a good 20, 25 minutes. It was uh, I wasn't due on stage, and he wasn't going up till the end, and uh, I think I went in there to maybe we were storing our instruments in there between you know, sets just so everything wasn't taking up all the stage space. And I look over and he's just sitting there and uh, I'm like, how are you, man? It's an honor. And he's like, Oh, it's no honor. You know, <laughs> you don't have no talk. He's just, he's just a cool, great guy. You Who know? are you? Yeah. And then, and then you think you're, you're, you're one degree of separation from, you know, the man, you know, with Denny Lane, you know, yeah, right. from McCartney. So, so that was kind of a plus to it. And, and I made sure not to ask him anything about Paul McCartney. I focused on him and what he's right. done and, you know, um so that was that was pretty cool and then uh um other than that i didn't get to meet him but uh a year or two before he passed i was able to finally see greg allman um awesome uh um uh, what's the uh the the one uh oh Cayuga way um Cayuga lake no 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 the the amphitheater oh. that's out there uh during lake? where they have all this c-mac I, or not oh, c-mac C-Mac. Yeah, C-Mac. Okay. Was a C-Mac. And, um, huh. I knew that, and you didn't. I have a Weird. short video clip of him doing the end of One Way Out. He did it that night with his band to end the show. Nice. And, and I remember seeing him after that, mm-hmm. at the show ended, having to be helped off the stage. And it kind of puts things into perspective for you. Yeah. You know, yeah, where we're all bit. at and, and how long we've been at it. And, uh, how fortunate I was to be able to actually see him sing that song and mm-hmm. scream my guts out. It was like, yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this, you know, and I, I still pull that clip up periodically and just watch it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I get a little tear in my eye. Yeah. Um, cause, cause at some level we were born a little later than a lot of those, that stuff, you know, so yep. we didn't get the chance to go, you know, go see an Allman Brothers show, the original right. lineup or, right. or anything, you know. So so that that was a big one for me. It was, you know, being able to see him live and, and watch him actually sing the tour. Yeah, I wish yeah. I had done that myself. <laughs> I, I think uh, I felt that way myself when I saw um, John Entwistle at the Lost Horizon. And, I've heard that from several and, people. And so, I missed that show. So <laughs> many yeah. times I listened to the Who's albums back to back to back, just mm-hmm. listening and listening and listening. And he's up there and he's, doing sound check and he's and he's doing boris the spider and he's it's like holy shit yeah i can only wish guys I had that, right you know I, I, that opportunity I, yeah i felt like that and i've been a metalhead my whole life so but it started with cream and and deep purple and zeppelin and you know those were yep. the those are the foundation for me i mean Same i had here. my first cream thing i, I was on a track it wasn't even on and I thank my uncle because <laughs> my uncle, he played with Ivory and then he was with, for years. And then he played with uh, Southern Comfort was the last uh, band that played oh, yeah. a lot. Uh, he was a singer sure. for them, singer drummer. Uh, so it was like a musical idol to me growing up. And he's like, listen to this, you know, and he gives me, gives me my first eight track player right. with, with cream on there. And I was like, this is freaking incredible. You know, <laughs> and then I'd start listening to a little bit of Stones. Didn't really get in, into the Stones as right. much, but no, uh, I wasn't either. Then Black Sabbath, and then after, then what everything turned it around was Kiss, and I was like, holy fuck, you know. So mm-hmm. throughout the years, to meet those guys, to meet 
John yeah. Entwistle, to meet the guys from Kiss, mm-hmm. um, to meet the guys from Foreigner. Um, to me, that was just like I'm meeting my idols. Yeah. Um, and even later in life, you know, just somebody as simple, not as simple, but somebody as local as Joey Belladonna or those guys that sure. you just listen to that music. We forget how how enriched this area is, whether it was playing yeah. music or or people that came to Syracuse and played for us. We were freaking lucky. Mm-hmm. We were really extremely, lucky. extremely. You know? In fact, we, we still are. Um, yeah. You know, I have friends from Baltimore and some other areas that um, spent time here and go to see some of the local bands and they see us all talking to each other and that we're actually friendly with each other. Yeah. And they're like, you are so lucky that it's like that here. You don't understand. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, you come down to Baltimore. It's all about competition and our band's going to kick your band's ass. And oh, boy. I'm like, are you guys really still doing that stuff? You know, right. And, that and, still and, exists. And, 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 and that's not the only person I've heard it from. I've heard it from a lot of people that are like, you you, go, you don't understand how fortunate you guys are, the scene you have here. Everybody yeah. is friendly with each other. Everybody gets along. There's not a lot of egos. And, and I'm like, oh, I'm aware. I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Believe me, yeah. I understand that. It, Andy, yeah. I attribute that to the days of Albinos. You had 100 yeah, yeah. bands sure. or more rehearsing oh, yeah. in that space. And everybody, mm-hmm. you were all, you know, I you knew that you were going to get a hundred people to at your show just from yeah. the people that you knew or all musicians going to see your show. Yeah. So you were going to be guaranteed to do something at each, each night that you played. Oh yeah. And if, if you, you know, broke a string or, or your, your head blew, all you had to do is go knock on somebody's door yeah. that you knew yep. and they'd say, yeah, go ahead. We're playing there tomorrow. Just leave it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Yeah. So sure. it's, it, it was a very, um, tight-knit community yeah. i think more than other parts of upstate new york i think syracuse really has always had yeah and i'm not for sure throwing shade talking like a else? millennial now i know right i'm not i'm not throwing shade on I'm the other cities anyone, i'm not but, throwing sure. stones at anyone yeah there you go yeah but no uh, i get it i get it I, I can remember um uh before we had that building you know with the billboard post outside we did we had one of the bigger rooms upstairs i don't know if you guys remember glenn cole um no mercy back in oh the yeah, days, yeah 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 okay right um i played with glenn for a while after that thing had ended when i was first getting going and we had as much fun walking around the building and like checking out other rooms and God, hey, yes. what's going on and, hey check this new song out and we're working out all right cool and we stand there and listen and then we're like hey let's go back to our room and figure that one out we need to do that song too <laughs> <laughs> well that's the only thing that nobody wanted to do then and they don't want to do it today is never leave your set list no, on, the stage. on the stage oh yeah because you're yeah. going in fact, funny story. Go ahead. The you, night we played with them, you well, took, not with them. They no. opened up for us. Yeah, we'll yeah. call it that. <laughs> the, the, the last his, pre-COVID thing? The rest yeah. Pre, yeah. His guitar player left the set list on the stage, and I, I have it at my house. Mm. <laughs> we'll sell it back to you. We're going to give it. You know, uh, well, here's the nerd in me. We're going to give okay. it to Popper. Okay. I have a computer file. With every barn dog set list from 2010 on, which oh, so is when we I. did our first show, I think at Shifty's. Yeah. So I, I, I have mine probably, right here on the I tablet. Can probably look at Pull up it up and, and, and then <laughs> yeah. verify with you that it's the that it's the right one. The know? right one. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah. I've <laughs> I, saved. I, I probably have it. Yeah. I've saved all of them for Moss because it was like, not that anybody would know but us. It was like right, the yeah. last time we played here, we played this. We can't do that same set again. It's like why. 
no one's going to care. Right. <laughs> no one's going right. to realize yeah. that. It's like, oh, I know what's coming next. Yeah. Now, if you know no. what's coming next, thank you for coming to that Correct. many shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're going to buy you a drink. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's not like these yeah. big it's not like these big name bands where you go see them on a tour and it's the same song every night. You yeah, know, no, no, you know, no, it's not. and there's only there's only one or two bands that I know of that changes their set list every night. And one of them is one of my personal favorites. Blackberry Smoke. Blackberry Smoke. Ah, great band. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Great, great band. Yeah. Met, yeah, Jeff's yeah. met them as well. Jeff's supposedly in the process cool. of getting them on the show. Nice. nice. One of yeah, I mean, if you look Not at the last happen. 10 years, there, mm-hmm. there hasn't been a ton of new stuff. No. At least in our realm, you know, the stuff that we would that we would associate to. Yeah. And, um, you know, the kids in uh, Greta Van Fleet, I'll, I'll throw them a nod. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that came from Zeppelin, you know what I mean? So right. you, you see how those paths come, but it's nice to hear something new. You Don't get me wrong, you know. And, and Smoke, to me, are a little bit more in their own vein, so that's why I kind of like them, too. They but. almost remind me now... Because they don't get radio play, no. Nope. They're all they're all word of mouth. It's like the Grateful Dead, yeah. In a way, because oh, check this band out. Well, oh, good lord, when are they playing? Want to go yeah. see it? You know, yeah. Do you yeah. know who who really just blows my mind? Not that they're they're fantastic, but when you have a band like Get the Let Out, which is is just a tribute band, mm-hmm. uh, or as we say, a clone band. Yeah. Um, sure. As as Mike Sterto calls it, yeah. clone bands, clone band. They're drawing crowds that are just sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I just yeah yeah I heard that sick. Uh, yeah, the number of yeah, people. I, 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 I'll jump in there on that. Um, one thing we appreciate a lot about bands like Get the Let Out, mm-hmm. they're not super concerned with looking like the guys. You know, Correct. they don't necessarily have to dress like them. They, one guy's not dying his hair blonde because there was a blonde guy in the band right they they're they're great players and they present the music the way you heard it when you drop that needle right um you know there's a lot of bands out there that have done well you know with the doors thing we we check out other you know tribute bands out there see if there's something we can pick up to add to the show or whatnot yeah and you got a lot of guys out there that kind of look like jim morrison and they got the leather pants on <laughs> and the belt with the you know the, the silver things on it or whatever it is right and uh then you listen to the band they're like well, they're really not that good you know what i mean but yeah. um but they're good enough why don't they focus more on playing forget about what you're wearing don't right. try to look like them you know play the tunes so that's one thing I really love about Get the Let Out. Those guys are uh, phenomenal musicians, and yes. I have not met them myself, but um, have several friends that go on a regular basis, and they've met the guys several times, and they say they're just Billy fantastic. Johnson. Yeah, no, Billy, fantastic yeah, dudes, Bill, good dudes. You know? Billy yeah. Johnson, the huge fan, of huge this. fan of them. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah. you know, we you can't you can't begrudge anybody that's found oh, the no. secret sauce. No, you know, I don't no. either. You know, I, it always cracks me up when these debates start on somebody's Facebook post or something about uh, originals versus covers. And if you do this, you have to do this or do that and do that. To me, uh, any kind of music is is a vibration and it comes in your ear. And if it pleases you and you have fun, go listen to it. And and it could, I could care less if a band plays covers or originals. If I, if I like them and I'm having a good time, I don't even know why people even have that argument. I don't know why they even get into it. It doesn't really make any sense to me at all. One way or the other, you know, if if people are actually making music using instruments and not just sampling and lip syncing nowadays, you're a step above some of the other ones. So 
you yeah. know. And, and, and again, a lot of those older bands, people are never going to have the chance to see them play no, live. So no, they're not. They appreciate the fact they hear a band kind of, you know, kind of pull, try and pull it off and play it. For yeah. Them. Uh, but again, I, I never got that whole argument about you know originals versus covers. No, do what makes you happy. Exactly, and it'll it'll make other people happy. Yep. Know? Yeah. Andy, I got to thank you so much for yeah. being on the show. Thank uh, you guys we, for having me. I, know, I, we, I'm, I'm honored. And we I'm still honored have we still have so much more that I'm sure we could touch upon. I was going to say, see, we, yeah. You said, well, why why do they want me on the show? Because, <laughs> and this is why, right? This here. is why it, it's you. You have, um you have a following of people that come to see your shows and it's proven because you're one of the good ones. There's a lot of yeah. egotistical uh, dicks out there. Yep. Not as many in Syracuse as, as, as some other sounds, but people come to see you not just because you're playing well, but, but you're a good guy. And, um, we we really appreciate truly appreciate you. Yeah, you being on. It might be the well, you guys have to really get to know me then, if that's what you think. No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> no, we what we have to do is we have to have. Uh, Joanna on, and and we'll have her just kind of tell the true story. Yeah, there you go. There yeah, you go. she yeah. she won't hold back either. She'll, she'll <laughs> but no. But in all seriousness, thank you, thank yeah. you very much. No, we appreciate that. Um, yeah, and uh, Thanks, I, and and you know, me. we just gotta we gotta make sure that the uh, the tickets uh, show up to us somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, when that's going to um, happen. Yeah, I I will double check and find out why he hasn't <laughs> left them, and if he has, I'll find out which. Which box if they're in? Markings on that box. <laughs> yeah, in the, pile, just, in the pile of boxes. If, in, <laughs> if it's written in Chinese, you'll yeah. know. Yeah, no, I'm not going to open it if it's written in Chinese. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Yeah. No, but, you know what it's going to be? Huh. It's going to be like the guy from Christmas Vacation, and he's knocking on the door, and he opens it, and the wreath is hanging in his hand. He's like, "I got a package here for Big Poopa. I don't know what." Right, it fell between my seats, and I'll be like, "Slam!" Oh, yeah. look, it's a Jelly of the Month it's, Club. It's is it. It's the big one. Andy sent the envelope. Yeah. Oh, the Jelly of the Month uh, Club again. Buy one, get one free. Yeah. It hides. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, only good during February. February, exactly. Right. Isn't it bad that we all know that? I know. No kidding. Know, right? So sad, bad guy. It's on, it's on my calendar. Yeah. That's right. I can't wait. He's back well, again. Hey, hey. And I wrote it on my arm. You gotta, you, gotta, uh, you gotta take advantage, you know. That's yeah. right. When you're paying eleven dollars for a fucking hot dog, you better <laughs> might no as well get one for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, no. Andy, thanks so much. Thanks, uh, fellas. If anybody is, if anybody wants to know, Barn Dogs, January twenty seventh. Yeah. Uh, Barn Dogs with the uh, with the Seeger thing. With the Seeger, uh, January twenty seventh. Yes. Um, I dangerous will, dangerous I type December twenty second. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Calais Couple and, days. Um, mm-hmm. and then New Year's at the Marriott too, but yeah. very so it's cool. only three days from now. Very, yeah, it's only three days from now. Yep. yep. Today is the 18th. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to get this right. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. Remember to hit that button. I know, right? It says 18. <laughs> Schedule, Schedule 18. 18. God damn it. Uh, great. Now I got to look up the weather. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can, that's we right. can do like a 30 day forecast. Right. So, of course it was yeah. right. What? What do you mean it's 40 out? Have you guys been outside? Right. Haven't you been outside yet? <laughs> we can't, we yeah. can't air this until it turns 40. We're just going to be know, based right? around temperature. Temperature. No, oh, it's 80 degrees outside. Oh, I guess we're not booked. This one comes due in August then. Well, if, if nothing else, I will see you the 27th of January at least. Awesome, awesome. I yeah, want to be, I wanna see out there. Yeah. The beer hall is turning into a kind of a hot spot, so we're, we were lucky yeah. to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah. if anything comes up that you want to promote or you want us to uh, to have you on, have the band on, whatever you want, you know, we consider you uh, uh, part, part of, of the, the family now. We call it the GBU family. Thank you. Yeah. With the band Thank and you. the Acceptance accepted. Thank there you, you. There go. You go. Yes. Uh, there you'll you get go. your membership in the mail right after we get those tickets <laughs> for New Year's Eve. Uh, I was going to say that. That's probably, yeah, I, I haven't fulfilled almost every requirement so far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> except for except for shirt size. Yeah, yeah. Extra small. Well, anything I have will fit you guys, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> small. 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 Yeah. No, he's a schmedium. He's definitely he's schmedium. a schmedium. Schmedium. Yeah. Medium. Yeah, and we'll and we'll uh, see what we can get you from uh, Garlo's uh, inventory. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of medium. Speaking of medium. Yeah. Maybe we can do that as of the month club at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never know. That's a different kind of jam of the it month is. club. Yeah. yeah. Hey now. Yeah. Feels anyway. like feels like the Boy Scouts all over again. Listen, the bu- the wheels are falling off. Yeah. We're starting the music, Andy. Thank you so much. Thanks, fellas. It's All been right. a pleasure. Have a Thank great you. holiday. Take it easy. Okay, you too. You See you, man. Right. Okay, bye-bye. See ya. There you go. Another another one in the awesome. box. Well, awesome. thanks, guys. That was fun. No, we ain't done yet. We ain't hell. done. We didn't hang, hit stop yet. Hang right there. We'll be done in a second. Yeah, you don't go anywhere. Nope. <laughs> start the music. <laughs> yep, start the music. Start the uh, J-Row music. Yeah, start the J-Row music. There it is. You've been listening to the good, the band, the ugly. I'm Big Papa, and I'm Jeff. And you just listened to the antics of Mr. Comstock. Mr. Comstock, that's right. Auk uh, Medical Supply, Sharky's Event Center. Thank you for being our sponsors. Yes, DJ Life's the Beach, Good Nature Brewery, and Uncle Jimmy's Live Local Music, Toffee Break Toffee, and the Print Shop Underground. And let's not forget Snarky, snarky Productions. Productions. Ooh, don't get so snarky. Stick around for tomorrow. You're going to see us up here with uh, Ashley Cox. Yes. Oh, no, a week from now. A week, a week from, from now, now on the 25th. Yeah. Christmas. Christmas Day. Take it easy, everybody. Happy holidays. God bless. Peace. Recording stopped. Recording stopped. <laughs> there we go.